We always do a little sync three, two, one thing before the podcast gets going, and I always want to say marker during it because I'm a film major and I and I watch movies and I made movie. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Amber Autumn. She, her. Hello. No. And there's no one else here. It's I, just me. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm I refuse. Isaac Gilchrist or Isabel if you're a cop. <laughs> I imagine we have a lot of cop listeners. I imagine <laughs> we have a lot of listeners. It's, it's one of our main bases. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's it's not true, but I'm glad that you are imagining it about us. It's my head. Cannon. We do have a couple of listeners, which is thank you. I appreciate that from you. There's also one other person here as well. Also, there is. Who's that? I don't know. Oh, well, I guess it's a mystery. Devin, it's you. It's you. Oh, oh no, it's me, Devin. What a crazy random happenstance. Welcome to our podcast. Thirty minutes of chewing. Today we'll have some some caramel apples for you to listen to us slurp on. Nom 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 nom. That's the thing this podcast is and has always been. We make so many jokes about this podcast being something other than what this podcast is. This is original podcast Do Not Steal, the weekly podcast in which every week Devin and I and sometimes also someone else, uh, if you're a cop, take some kind of a property or IP or whatever we want. And then we make an original character in that property. And this week, we are going to be talking about Bugs. Everyone's favorite franchise, Bugs. You all love the Bug franchise. Don't try to deny it. You will certainly not regret eating 30 to 40 olives. There's another voice here, though. The more the more perceptive among you may have noticed that isn't Devin or me. And she, and she already introduced us. I don't know why I'm... This bit's bad. Anyways, on to the thing where we introduce guests to the audience. Bell, what's something you think is underrated and overrated? Underrated is bugs in general. They're so weird. Overrated, honeybees. Like, I love honeybees, but also save the bees is not talking about honeybees. They are domesticated. You're not going to save the wild bees by protecting the honeybees. Bam, all y'all got learned. And before we get on to the big bug things, this one's getting time skipped, right? It's jumping the queue line. This one's jumping the queue, so we can make we can we can reference current events in this episode. Yeah, I'm not gonna do we that. Can... Anyways, shout out to <laughs> some hub on Twitter, King D Clown. Once a long time ago, he added the podcast on Twitter and asked us if we'd ever do a Doom Patrol episode, and I said I'd watch it. But episodes take forever to come out. But I'd like to give you an update. I assume your name is Chris for some reason. Don't tell me if that's right or wrong. But Chris. This one's for you. I've started watching Doom Patrol. I'm going to real quick, guys. It's fucking incredible. It's easily the best TV thing DC is doing. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Everyone should watch it. It's incredible. Episode 11, Francis Patrol. I was crying and I was laughing at the same time. It's a wonderful, wonderful show. Everyone should check it out. It's just about the... And before I leave, I just want to talk about the intro real quick because the intro is <laughs> evocative. Oh, it's evocative. It's haunting and beautiful. It's everything that's terrible and wonderful about being a member of the Doom Patrol. And it's just interestingly flawed characters working through their shit in real time. There's a whole episode where they just go to group therapy together and it's great. Check it out. Also, Amber, to try to get you to make you watch it, the lead villain 
villain is a fucking what the fuck is his name? Wash. Who plays Wash? Alan Tunic. It's an omnipotent Alec Tunic who wants the show to be a superhero show and not the character-driven schlock he thinks it is. Wonderful show. It's great. I'm on season one. I'm starting season two after we record this episode. Shout out to you, King D Clown. Anyways, bugs. I'm so sorry to tell you this. I was already gonna watch Doom Patrol. You're not. You're not the one convincing me on this. <laughs> yeah, I am. The only reason I haven't watched Doom Patrol is because I'm going out fucking human women is the problem, is that I'm... Uh, By the way, this episode, important context, is going to be shown to Isaac's professor, and so she has specifically requested that we make it as inappropriate and debaucherous as we possibly can. Yeah, as we all know, I will do everything I can to get a good grade out of your friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you listen to the podcast! I sure oh. do, buddy. Oh, thank you. That's actually very sweet. Thank you. We have had equal amount of guests who haven't listened to the podcast and equal amount of guests who have listened to the podcast. It's crazy. I don't know. It's just very lovely that I had that I I, I like that my younger sibling is listening to my podcast. We're siblings, by the way. I don't know if we made that clear at any point. We've made it clear now. It will become very apparent from the shared vocal patterns that they both have. Is that true? It yeah. Do we sound is. the same? Absolutely. What the fuck? I didn't know that about us. No, people have pointed it out. You guys talk the same. You have the same phrase. You have the same beats for like words you deliver in the same cadence. Oh, that'll make this episode super fucking confusing then. So bugs. On this extra special horny episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about insects I was, I was and thinking, also arachnids yeah. no go so, uh, what are what are some of your your favorite insects in media let's try to make it relevant to your podcast Ooh. and not like i'm just hijacking it you can hijack our podcast it's fine um uh, we did a gaming youtuber oc once i mean this is probably the most far away from the <laughs> from the original concept it's not like that far away from the original concept mothra Bugs in media. Ooh, mothra is a good one um, we're going to do that Godzilla episode one day when we're good and ready. I'm trying to think of one because I know there's an example. Oh, oh, it's uh, it's it's Mr. Mind, the, the Shazam villain. The what now? Oh, yeah. What the fuck was that? That was me moving my laptop. Sorry, it's starting to make noise <laughs> and I'm trying to get it away from the recording parts. Oh, it sounded like a demon. <laughs> oh, sorry. It was my pet demon. <laughs> oh, hi, pet demon. Welcome to the podcast. I'm surprised, Evan, that you didn't immediately go to Digimon. I have, like, several Pokemon who I would say are insects whom I love and care about in media. Yeah, it's... There's not a lot of bug-based Digimon I really care about. There's, um... In Frontier, the fat kid turns into a beetle. Oh, it's... Tentamon's the big bug, but Izzy and Tentamon were never my favorites. I'd probably like them a lot more if I revisited it. Well, go revisit it and then come back and then we'll resume the podcast. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll be back in probably a month. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Who else? Other than Pokemon and Mothra. I mean, we all know and love the B-movie. Everybody everybody loves the B-movie and everybody loves to recite the entire script. You know what I don't like B-movie about the B-movie? Whenever possible. The one thing that, that I are you think gonna, that bothers me. Are you going to tell us some things that are factually wrong about the bee movie? Why are his eyes blue? Why did they make the bee white? It's a bee. <laughs> he's played by Jerry Seinfeld, I guess. Because then the joke where he's like, I'll get a bunch of tattoos and start calling everybody dog doesn't work if he's not a white-coated bee. Everyone knows 
Isaac, that bees are white, famously. <laughs> Everyone knows this about bees. The giant praying mantis and destroy all monsters is dope. Yeah. Kamakuras. Praying mantises are just, just like top tier. Yes, yes. I do know the name of the giant praying mantis in Godzilla because I know everything there is to know about Godzilla. No, I meant the video game. Well, he is also in the movies. No, it's, I'm talking, wait, did I say War of the Monsters or Destroy All Monsters? You said Destroy All Monsters. I meant War of the Monsters. You're embarrassing us on this fucking podcast, Devin. You're making us look like idiots. Well, Isaac will do that when she can speak with authority on bugs. Yeah, I don't know. That's a couple of bugs. What are we, what are we looking for? What's our job here? What are... I was thinking you could make like a sci-fi or horror movie about bugs just because they seem to instill a lot of fear in people and maybe exploring why would be cool. I don't they know. They totally do. And you're totally right. It would be. I would love to take a moment to, uh, like, you're here because you love bugs and also you're doing it for a class, but also you love bugs. It's true, And that is not necessarily the most common and popular opinion in the world. Yeah. And I would love to talk a little bit. We like to talk in the podcast about, like, what draws us to a particular, like, franchise or, like, our relationship with it. And I would just love to talk a little bit with you about about your bugs. What has drawn you to the bugs? All right. So I've, like, I've always liked bugs. I think most people like bugs as kids, and then some of them grow out of it. But the moment that I think of when I think of, like, when I decided to do bugs as a thing that I'm going to study and make a career out of, I took some ants to this professor who's like very big in the ant world for him to identify. <laughs> and Sorry. Uh, I didn't I didn't know at the time that that's weird. I just did it. But he looked at it and he was like, yeah, that's Campanotus Essegai. And then he like told me a few things about it. And then I did not ask him to do this, but he took out a note card and drew a map for me of where on campus I could go to find another colony of Campanotus essegai down to the tree. that's really sweet, actually. Yeah, and just, like, looking at things around you with such, like, just observing all of those little things and taking note of it. Since I've gotten into insects, being outside or even some places inside is just way more interesting because there are these crazy things happening all the time all around us. There are millions of species of insects and we have only described maybe like 10% of them. So there's a very real possibility that you could discover a new species in your backyard. And also they do crazy things. They have poop cannons. They live in the fur of sloths. They, they have social spiders. There are wasps that live underwater. There's all sorts of parasitoids. Love that. They're just nuts. They're crazy little aliens all around us. And that makes me happy. Yeah. I used to be really into bugs as a wee child. And then I, I, I mean, I still love bugs, but at some point I realized that, that science is boring and for nerds. You're allowed to be incorrect. That's okay. It's your podcast. Yeah, thank you. This is an anti-nerd zone. We bully people like you. Give us your lunch money. <laughs> Wait, I'm the nerd on this podcast. Okay. You're the nerd in this situation. Money. You're the one we're bullying. Yeah, sorry. I got confused. Cough up the lunch money to our Patreon. Gimme, gimme. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, bugs. A technical term 
which you just refers to, to insects. There's no other meaning of the. Yeah, I want you to do that okay, part. So I want you to talk about bugs, bugs as a concept. Bugs in the common vernacular just refers to any creepy crawlies. It just means like insects, but also arachnids and centipedes and millipedes and whatnot. Um, in science, it's actually a very technical term with a specific uh, definition. It refers to the order Hemiptera, so a group of insects. So all bugs are insects, but not all insects are bugs. Hemipterans are usually characterized by having a little beak that they use to, to slurp things up, but other things have piercing, sucking mouth parts like mosquitoes that aren't bugs. But for this podcast, we're going to use bug as the general term because being particular about that is uh, pedantic and annoying. So we're not going to do that. And also just calling it the bug episode is catchier, to be honest. Like, that's a part of it for me. Yeah. We're doing a bug OC, an OC that's a bug. So in today, we will be doing 60s horror pastiches of It Came From The Deep. Oh, that's actually a good point, is that there are a lot of giant bugs in, like, B-horror movies that, like, I would watch with Dad, right? Is yeah. like, there are a lot of, like, Attack of the Giant Leeches, etc. Yeah, your dad would have a bunch of good points for this episode. He, well, if we, if we take it in that direction, he definitely would. So, one thing that they do a lot in bug horror movies is they make it really big, and they make it a huge giant bug, and that wouldn't work which, like, I know it's very silly to be like, this movie's inaccurate, but also I'm going to do that anyway, and then talk no, about... No, it's totally... Yeah. Teaches things. Absolutely. So, insects have a circulatory system where they don't have, like, veins and arteries like we do. Like, they're not blood, because it doesn't have oxygen. Their blood-like fluid isn't contained in tubes. It's just sloshing around in there. And then they have a series of hearts that pumps it around to move it forward and sometimes backwards, but usually forward. So it keeps circulating, but it doesn't like get directed to every cell. And they can do this because they are so small that the oxygen just diffuses right through them. It just gets to all the cells on its own. We're too yeah. big. So oxygen cool. that goes in our skin isn't going to make it to your liver. It needs a specialized delivery system to get there. And insects don't have that. There used to be giant insects in like prehistoric times, but I think that's because the atmosphere was different and there was more oxygen in the atmosphere, so the oxygen could get further in. But basically, bugs have to be small because their blood doesn't work the same way ours does. So I think it would be interesting if if we do the like horror movie route if we found a way to keep them small and still make it scary which makes me think of the birds the birds is a good call i was thinking immediately about a movie called genocide which is very bad don't watch it but that has like genocide is bad or Got phase it. four genocide is bad that's a hot take from this podcast genocide not good avoid it if you can <laughs> just if it's convenient for you <laughs> Or phase four, um, which is great. And that one's just like ants. Like ants are scary, which is true, right? Yeah. Ants are scary. That's right. They're incredible, but yes. Bugs as horror concepts absolutely show up in like the world. 
because yeah why why are people like the the it's the reason we make horror movies set in in the ocean it's because it's the majority of the planet and we still don't know it you ever been to the bottom of the ocean there's fucking aliens down there and they're scary and there's how many bugs we don't know you said we only know 10 percent of them and they're all freak ass demon things that can shoot acid (laughs) if they were mean-spirited they'd kill us all that's fucking spooky When all the fucking, when all beetles shoot out of mouth in 1990s The Mummy, that's some spooky shit. I think I do remember that. I do remember that scene. I don't know if I want to say that I feel like it's because of, like, the unknown. Like, I don't feel like bugs are that unknown to me. I feel like that there's so much, there's so many more of them, you know? There are more bugs than any type of animal. There are more... By, by number of individuals and by number of species, most animals are insects. There's like a one what about in by seven volume? chance that you are a beetle. <laughs> like beetles specifically? Like, yes. Like beetles are more than other ones? Okay. Yeah, there's this, this like story that is probably not true of this guy who studied insects and then somebody was like, what have you learned about God, about the creator from studying his creation? And the guy paused a moment and said, he has an inordinate <laughs> fondness for beetles. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. God wants to fuck beetles confirmed. Moving on. Moving <laughs> <laughs> No, we were going to say something, and then I got distracted by beetles. Bell wants to, to fuck beetles confirmed. We're not moving on. We're staying here in Damn this it. stupid place. So we want to do something that comes in swarms probably then, right? And I imagine that's a lot of insects. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it? Is it most insects? Is it all insects? Are there insects that... What's... So... Are there insects that are not swarming? There are a few different ways that things can, like, swarm. Some things live in eusocial colonies, meaning they have like one queen that reproduces and everybody else is sterile and just helps her out. So that's like honeybees, all ants, and termites. But not all bees do that. Most bees are solitary. But there are other things that, other ways that things can all aggregate in the same area. Ladybugs and stink bugs do it over the winter for warmth and such. And then There's this behavior called lecking, where a bunch of insects will all gather in one place to find mates. You know, that's where the party is. Well, I think we should have a queen, because in movies with scary bugs, it's good when there's a a queen, so that you can have a final protagonist for the characters to fight, you know? There's actually this type of caterpillar that disguises itself as an ant and then goes and lives in the ant colony, and the ants think it's an ant, so they take care of it. And it tricks everybody except the queen. The queen knows that it's an intruder, but nobody believes her. That's so fucked. So if you want to take that. That shit rules. Yeah. So if you want to take that and do something with it. I do. So, I mean, if we want to go horror, I hear that, and my mind goes, what if bug impersonate people? I don't know what that looks like, though. Yes, like, how do we make that make sense with bugs? A sci-fi bug crawls in your ear, controls brain. Doesn't have to be realistic. Like there, there are other types of parasite that definitely control brain and behavior and stuff. Maybe an insect can do that. Or maybe it has a, a symbiotic relationship with a parasite that can do that. Sure. 
the way it deceives the ants is by smelling like an ant and then also making the same noises as an ant. You don't really think about ants making noises, but they'll like tap each other. Oh, so, really? That's yeah. cute. So sound and smell mainly. Oh, that's cute. So is there a way that an insect could sound and smell like a person? Or I guess we would have to adapt it to how do humans identify each other? Surely you could make an insect that sounds like a person. But the pro the problem is that people have sophisticated language. Mm -hmm. So it would have to be like they would have to like impersonate people screaming or something. Oh, if they impersonate people screaming, that's great for horror movies. They can't do speech. They don't understand speech, but they can create screaming. And then you have like insect colonies that create screaming sounds. What if it impersonated a baby crying? Oh, that's fucked. That's really good. Um, no question that's what we're doing. <laughs> Presumably, I'm thinking, why do they do that? Do they just, like, do they eat people? Is that what we're doing? Is it, like, for food reasons? Do they have another reason to want to get in with the human beings to trick us? Devin, do you have any ideas? No. <laughs> we'll come up Devin, with Devin, you're killing me here. <laughs> Fucking do better, Devin. This is your podcast, too. Devin, what kind of scary bug would make you go, yeah, that bug's scary? Do you want me to list some scary movies that have bugs in them? Uh, you yeah, wouldn't go. know any of the movies I would list. Yeah, I really wouldn't. Surely you've, like, seen some bug-themed supervillains in your day. What the fuck is his name? He shows up in War of the Batman number 87 and, like, season three of the Batman because it's a creeper thing. Oh, like, oh, Helgramate? Oh, of course. Devin! Here's my question to you. Here's my question to you. We have these bug creatures um, mm -hmm. who are imitating babies crying in order to get mm -hmm. closer to humans. Why are they doing that? Are they eating us? Are they trying to parasitize us? Are they trying to get close to us for some... Why are they doing that? What's the, oh, what's they're their using deal? Your stomach. They're using your stomach as a colony. That's spooky. <gasps> I love that. Oh. Oh, that's, that's gnarly. Thank you. Um, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's a fucking gift you've given us there. Okay, so, the human stomach is a pretty fucking grim place. It's really acidic, but I don't- Bugs don't need to breathe in the traditional sense, as you were telling us. They have, like, different processing systems. I don't know if that would affect their, like, immunity to being fucking digested. It would be a good, like, source of food. Yeah. Their exoskeleton can do crazy things. I know it can withstand weak acid. Uh, we could- assume that they could find a way to adapt and do a crazy thing because evolution is crazy and i believe that that could happen because evolution is fucked so i hear that the place that i immediately want to go okay they want to colonize your stomach because because there's a giant neat freak who invented shrieking technology and he shrinked a bunch of people to kill the mites in his house, but then the guy accidentally got in the stomach of the whale, so then the whale knew that he'd steal some of his business, so he had to put the robot mites in his own stomach to kill the little man in his tummy. Devin, I never know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, none of you read The Whale by Ben Shapiro in his collection of short stories? <laughs> God damn it! Why is it always about Ben Shapiro here? No, Devin, I did not read that story. You found me out. You'll never date Abby Shapiro not being a real fan of her brother like this, Amber. You know what? You got me. I probably will not end up dating Abby Shapiro. Or shame.
for shame. So, I imagine the the bugs like colonizing a human stomach because it's a great place to get food, right? Yeah. And you get food hand delivered to you, but then probably since you're already in the human body anyway and we're making a horror movie bug, you have that like send some kind of like chemical to the human brain to make them like ravenously fucking hungry for sure yeah and then you get to do like i don't know like a little bit of a zombie thing you know you get to you get to have people get infected and then and then just like start eating things yeah including possibly other people or like you know shit that it's gross to have people eat because it's a horror movie okay just have them eat garbage and it's gross yeah this might be a good moment to like talk a little bit then just like asking you to do all the heavy lifting here because it's your field about like a digestive systems of insects and then bugs and then also b i don't know like what how how would how would they would it be like a symbiosis with another parasite is there like a a a a, a pheromone th- i have no fucking idea they, help me they out they could they could have a parasite do it but also like insects produce a lot of hormones they have a pretty sophisticated endocrine system and they're always producing hormones within themselves so i don't think it would be that much of a stretch for them to produce something that would affect humans perfectly spooky and then eating how do they eat do they could they eat human food how does help yeah so if they're living in the stomach then that actually takes care of a lot of the digestion for them. Like, normally they have to do a lot of work in, like, producing enzymes that are going to break that down and liquefy it, and they've got, like, this gastric mill in their their foregut, between their foregut and midgut that, like, squishes things down. It has kind of teeth-like things that smooshes it up, Um, and it kind of wouldn't need to do that if it's all digested so i imagine it would like mainly be the midgut which is where the digestion happens yeah it actually seems like a like a pretty sweet deal for them if they can figure out how to live in our stomachs and then we just imagine that they that they do learn how to adapt in some way yeah and it's fine it's fine don't worry about it it's fine they do something cool with their exoskeleton and uh if we find out something that does that in in real life, then maybe I can figure that out. I mean, I know there are worms, <laughs> to it, but I don't study worms, so bye. I feel like I actually already have like a pretty clear idea of like what this insect is and what it's doing here. Okay, how does it get Do we... from one person to another, though? Ooh, that's a really good question. My first instinct is to be like just like they crawl in your mouth, right? They crawl into spiders Georg's mouth and then and then make their happy home there. I don't know if that feels realistic to me. Is that throwing away the sounds like a crying baby thing? No, you're right. No, you're right. I I fucking forgot about that. Well, you see, the bugs are already in your stomach, so they can foopy-doop some stuff, and then, oh, no, I'm throwing up in your face, and it's like, ah, Richard, you fucking douchebag, what's wrong with you? I don't know, I got a bug in my system, (laughs) and now they've thrown up the bug in your mouth, and you have one, so suck it, nerd. So you, you, you throw up bugs into the other person's mouth? 
You don't know it's bugs, but you throw up, and then there's a bug in the throw up, and you can't get small. <laughs> okay, I like the image of throwing up bugs. I think that would work very well in a horror movie, but I can't imagine person two being like, yeah, I'm going to take those throw up bugs and put them in my mouth. Like, if someone throws up in your mouth, you're, you're, it just it, it, it shocks you. Like, you, you, what defense do you... Because you're like, wait, what's... Oh, no! Ah! Ah! Oh, there's th- oh, it's everywhere! Oh, no! What if immediately prior to the throw up, there's, like, some kissing? Like, they kiss, and then while you're kissing, they throw up. Because it needs that proximity. The bugs are STDs. Yes. Yeah, that's good, because, you know, you can't have sex in a horror movie, or you'll die. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. But are we then throwing away the crying baby? Hmm. Maybe it doesn't the sound like a crying baby. The crying not make you though. horny? Uh. I don't like that. <laughs> Glad we could all unanimously agree to not pay any attention to the thing that Devin just said. What if, like, one of the first hosts is a baby? The way it gets to humans is there's, like, a baby playing in some dirt and eat some stuff and then it starts crying so its parents come to check on it and then it throws up on them and that's like the leap into yeah that's good that's like how it how it gets to people in the first place yeah yeah oh oh i wanted to talk about wigglesworth's decapitation experiments just because that is a hell of a phrase Uh uh-huh it sure is yeah there was this entomologist, Wigglesworth, and he was looking at, at hormones. Classic Wigglesworth. Just imagine being named Wigglesworth. Amber, why did you pick that for your last name? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to steal Wigglesworth's fire. I thought that he had a lo- he had a whole thing going. That's true. But so he wanted to see like where the hormones that tell things to to molt or not molt are produced. So he, he did things like cut out the brain of a caterpillar and see if it still turns into an adult. Spoiler, it does not. It doesn't immediately kill it, though, because their nervous systems also aren't like ours. So not everything is controlled by the brain, so it can continue, like, walking around and stuff without a brain. So yeah, I, Oh, what you doing your science today, honey? I took a caterpillar and I cut its brain out to see what the fuck happened. Spoilers, yeah. it died. Yeah, <laughs> in my lab, we actually, we took caterpillars and we gave some of them juvenile hormone, which is like, like, you know in Pokemon, how Pokemon, when they reach a certain level, they're going to evolve. But if you give it an Everstone, it doesn't evolve. I can't imagine where this comparison is going. Please continue. This hormone tells it to not metamorphose. Like okay. the insect's natural state is to go on into being a pupa, an adult. But as long as this hormone is going, it will continue molting, but stay a caterpillar. Hi, honey. We gave it eternal arrested development syndrome today at the office. I don't know why. Sometimes I feel like a cruel god playing Sims with these stupid fucking bugs. Yes, but no, that is what we did in my undergraduate lab. Fuck. I have like, I have like 15 caterpillars in my apartment right now that are being given this hormone to become horrible monsters. What'd you do today at the office, honey? Oh, I smoked a joint and I blew the smoke in the cage with all the bugs to see if them getting stupid high does anything to them. Spoilers, some of them are dead. I don't know what we're doing anymore. Yeah, nobody cares about invertebrates. 
to to mess with zebrafish to do science with zebrafish you have to do like all sorts of training and you have to have your lab be inspected regularly and there's like lots of rules and regulations but if it's a caterpillar you can just like smoosh it up with a mortar and pestle nobody cares <laughs> sorry caterpillars jesus christ fucking hell oh what'd you do at the office today honey oh i took a bunch of caterpillars and i mashed them up into my guacamole to see if it tastes better or worse than your grandma's guacamole spoilers it's worse but i guess that's science <laughs> yeah why is she like uh, like a married businesswoman in these in these bits? I don't know. Why not? That's the other that. Okay, fair enough. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Can't argue with that oh, one. Wait. What the fuck would Chip do? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Today I made a small terrarium to look like a fifties died and drive. <laughs> the bugs weren't too interested, but I took a bunch of cute pics. It was awesome. <laughs> wow. Okay, so these little fucking bugs that we got almost feel like pretty ready to do like a fun fact a piece about them at this stage can we real quick try to decide what kind of insect it is oh that's right that's the thing i was gonna ask yeah so there there are two two main separations there's does it go through complete metamorphosis like as a baby does it look completely different than as adult like you know caterpillar versus butterfly or is it kind of the same but smaller as a baby let's give it multiple stages more fun that way okay we could make it a beetle because they already have weird weird exoskeletons let's say that it's a beetle all right let's it's a beetle perfect all right i love that great we did it go team Uh, should we get more specific i feel like i already i already feel like i pretty well understand this bug do we want to do i mean devin do you feel do you agree do you we should name it. We should describe what it looks like before before we end up. Yeah. How do bugs get named? Like like just like after the people who find them, just like you name it the Gary Larson beetle or whatever. I mean, Gary Larson did not find the Gary Larson beetle. It's actually very frowned upon to name an insect after yourself. I don't think it's outright banned, but it it's the the wags but it's are kind of a I dick do. move. Okay. Yeah, but usually it's just like Latin words describing what it is or what it looks like or where it lives or whatever. But then also there's a common name, which is often just weird. You know, like ladybug are neither lady nor bug, but, you know, that's what they're called. Right. Oh, what'd you do at the office today, honey? Oh, well, I wanted to name a beetle after my son uh, as a memoriam to him, but they said that that's faux pas. So I just shocked a bunch of bugs with electricity because I guess that's science. Fuck it. (laughs) Yes. This has gotten really dark, um, uh, which I guess is appropriate. (laughs) So I think it would probably be more interesting to just come up with a common name because the scientific names aren't as well known. Yeah. And also would just be us looking up Latin words and that doesn't sound the like... The Zombeetle. That's good. That's not bad. That's good cheesy horror movie name. Is it we good? We could make them um... bees and then they could be zombies. It could be. Oh, that's horrible. I'm not saying don't do it. I thought you said they were beetles, though. Yeah, I'm saying we could change that if we wanted. Would that that change anything important about the bug? We could just say that these bees are adapted to not fly as adults. Okay. The the gebeth beetle. Because gebeths are shades that take over your husk of a body after they've killed you. 
Yeah, me too. Okay, it's not it's not bad, but it's no zombies. She's got a point. Can't argue with that. Fair enough. Just like hit movie zombievers. Just like hit movie zombievers. <laughs> I love zombievers. It's the best movie ever made. It's no Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, but it's a movie that exists, and I watched it in your basement one time, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you did. Okay. Zombies. Horrible. Not a good movie that we're making here, apparently. <laughs> That's okay. It doesn't need to be. What's it look what's like? It, what's it look like? Well, its larvae have to be really small, right? Because if it's going to transfer from person to person, and probably fairly mobile... I want its fully evolved form to be very fat, and I don't know if that's scientifically accurate, Mr. Scientist, but thematically, it's because it's a parasite. It's suckling off all your delicious num-num nutrients living in your gut, getting fat while you work, this capitalist 1% bourgeoisie grub motherfucker. Yeah, no, Devin, that works. You... Okay, yeah. That did also remind cool. me, though, of the honeypot ant which is just a, a delightful thing that exists, is there are these ants where some of them are designated to be food storage. So the ants will go out and gather food, and then they'll come in to their food storage sisters and vomit into their mouths. And then those ones just swell up so huge that they can't move. And their purpose in life is just to hold food and vomit it out when their sisters ask for it. How intimate. I don't like it. It's in the U.S. I think some of them are in California. Oh, cool. I'll go, I'll go hunt them down. I'll go find some. So basically the, the thing I'm saying there is that they can totally be fat. Amber, do you have anything you want to add? I'm trying to think of color. Mm -hmm. I want them to stand out from each other. Like, is it too obvious to make them red? Does it not make any sense to make them blue? Are there clues here about what would make sense to color them? I don't know, probably not something super bright, because some insects do have bright colors, but that's to say, don't eat me, and these things seem to want to be eaten. Right. What color is your nasty baby vomit? Like Mine, personally? The nasty baby vomit that I do? Yes. It's like a, like a, like a silver color, like, it's pretty, it's classy, you got, you, you'll recognize it if you see it, um, don't worry about it. Well, yeah, they have to hide in your nasty baby vomit when you all up in your girl's mouth. I imagine, like, beige and pink. I hate this podcast. Also, it just being, like, flesh-colored, like, imagine just a, a writhing mass of flesh-colored Yeah, I'm into that. That seems gross to me, and I, yeah. It does. I agree. Like, a variety of skin tones, probably, like, so that it's it's adaptive. Yeah. So, like, various peach to brown to black sort of colors and that gives them like a distinctive visual flair mm -hmm. uh which i would be excited for yeah and that's zombies a truly horrible uh, creature if ever i've heard one yeah good job team good job team we did it uh do we well we well not quite because we still got to come up with one fun fact each about the zombies okay Here's my fun fact. So the way they beat it in the third act, we don't have to get specific with what X item is, but I want it to be something stupid, like in Tremors, when it's like, ah, if we shove Lysol up its butt, we'll kill the thing. So you get to the third act, and he's like, oh my god, they're, 
they can't stand the high amounts of sugar that exist in Mountain Dew. (laughs) Oh my God. If you drink Dawn dish soap, they die. So it's just just stupid. It's just a stupid solution at the end. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's right. What if it's if you eat non-organic food, they die? And then that character I've been working in this whole episode, they're the hero at the end because it's like, oh, what'd you do at work today, honey? Oh, I poured some non-GMO food on a bug and it died, and I guess I saved the world. Didn't get a key to the city. Whoop-dee-doop-dee-doo. Perfect. I want to say that sometimes they'll, like, chew through the stomach lining and find their way into other parts of the body. Oh, uh, so horrible. Absolutely. Like, coughing up them. Uh, or maybe they, like, get caught in, I don't know, our circulatory system and cause, like, a stroke or something. Okay, I want to have the queen live in live in the host's throat, and then when yeah. the host dies, we can get a really cool scene of the queen bursting out of the throat. Yeah. And everyone can be upset about it. Does she come out through the mouth, or does she, like, gnaw through the throat? No, she fucking gnaws through the throat unnecessarily. Okay. It's not a good movie we're making here. She has wings. Nobody else does. Absolutely. Of course. Naturally. Okay. We okay. a bug. The zombie. A truly horrible creation. All right. So we made zombies. That is, uh, yeah. Do we want to do our uh, traditional sign-offs? Um, do you want to plug yourself anywhere? I'm on Ravelry, Sugary Snail. And that's all. That's the only place in the world where I exist. Including real life. That's the only place. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. This was this was probably the most distressingly educational episode that we've ever had of this show. <laughs> and also, hopefully, the most distressing. It's a pretty good one in terms of the gruesome horror. We should, like, maybe put a content warning on this one. <laughs> okay, well, this has been Original Podcast Do Not Steal. My name has been Amber Autumn, she, her. And my name's been Prince Devon, and much like this nasty-ass bug will do everything within its power to leech off of the things you are eating to survive, I will do everything to leech that sweet money out of your pockets by monetizing our friendship. So, mm-mm-mm, give me money, nom-nom-nom-nom-nom, mm, in my tummies, yummy-yummy monies. Mm-hmm, <laughs> daddy love money, you How feel better with hot, hot, hot nonsense. Oh, I love money so much. Nom, 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 nom. If I stop eating money, I will die, and then I can't have more money. Mmm, mm, delicious, yummy monies or... in my tiny, tiny tummies. Oh, yes, green, slappy monies. Mmm. All right, original mm, podcast, nom. do not steal. Thanks for having me He didn't me get on. to talk. Love you. He didn't get to talk during the episode. He's getting it all out now, <laughs> just reflexively. Um, our theme music is by Kyle Alicia. You can find their work at therealragnarok.bandcamp.com. Join us next week when Devin tries to get us to talk about professional wrestling, but instead we skipped the line with this one, so I don't remember what's coming next. Um, uh, whatever we said was happening this week, last week, is what'll be happening. You'll, 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 it's fine. You know what? You'll see whatever it is. Um, get, uh, get out of here. Get, go. I don't think go anyone's on, get. that invested on what comes out next week. <laughs> Sometimes no. you don't even post them the next week. I know. Um, anyway, bye. Goodbye. Buzz, buzz.